0: Get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: Well, Baldy, let's talk some gambling now. We mentioned that our buddy, Nick Costos of the you better, you bet show would be joining us. He is here with us now, Nick. It's great to see you. It's been too long. Um, I said, greetings from my dog, copper, AKA chopper Gigi. Gigi's a big fan of yours as well. Uh, We were just talking, Baldy and I, about this Monday night affair. Um, It it, it looks like the the most entertaining game on the docket. Clearly the best quarterback matchup on the docket. Uh, Are you
2: investing in this one, my friend? Oh, come on. First off, great to be on with you guys. Say hi to Copper for me. Uh, Baldy, you don't know this. But in, in a past life, Copper may have used my New York Yankees' Gary sanchez jersey as, uh, as toilet paper. After oh, he a long did. Jason a of years <laughs> he ago. did. So Multiple great to be out times. with you, guys. Multiple yes, times. Yeah, that's awesome, Dancing, which, which I think was an allegory for the Yankee season that year. Uh, yeah. Bills and Bengals on Monday night. Got to get your juices flowing, right? Absolutely can't wait for it. Late season, primetime game, two of the best teams in football. And of course, I'm going to be invested in it. Insulted by the question. Uh, I love Buffalo in the game. Love Buffalo, which is not meant to be an anti-Cincinnati take. It's not an anti-Joe Burrow take. The Bengals are awesome. Certainly capable of winning not only the Super Bowl, but also they could definitely win on Monday. So not trying to present this as like the Mm -hmm. lock of all time. I don't do that, right? Just trying to be like, I think that there's value in the point spread of the game. Where Buffalo, in my opinion, needs to be a three-point favorite in the game. Like, they need to have that respect to be a three-point favorite on the road. Like, against Kansas City earlier in the season, and I understand that Cincinnati's riding this win streak right now, the Bills were basically like a three-point favorite on the road at Arrowhead, ping-pong between three and two and a half, and now just one or one and a half on the road in Cincinnati. And like I said, since he's on this win streak, and like Burroughs playing great football, also the last two games, I would not say the Bengals were impressive in victory a couple weeks ago against Tampa. Bucs were addicted to turning the football over in that game. I didn't think since he played great in that game. Tampa handed it to them. Now they took advantage of opportunities, but still Tampa gave that game away. And then if not for him, what's the point spread of this game? And what's the conversation like if Ramondre Stevenson doesn't fumble inside the 10 at the end of the game sure. and the Bengals yak away a 22 point halftime lead to a, a Patriots team. That's maybe like slightly above average. I think the conversation's completely different here. So I think it's kind of a lack of respect for the bills that this game is only one, one and a half on the road here I'm not saying that the Bengals can't win or won't win of course they could just that I think like there is like the only bet that I think that can be made on this game with confidence is on the Buffalo Bills to cover the spread at a number less than three so give me the Bills laying the point let me ask you
3: this which I mean I obviously these are two of the best quarterbacks in the league but is there one when you look at the point spread here that you trust more in a big spot to go down the game and win the game or lose a game
2: uh, I trust both of them. if, like I had like life on the line, maybe like a, a slight nod towards Burrow. But like that's but like that's not what the game is though, right? I mean that that's why you take like the point spread and everything else into account here, right? So I I'd say like maybe I trust Burrow a little bit more in that spot. But I mean Josh Allen's done it in huge spots. Like, I mean, what's the conversation like about Josh Allen if Mahomes doesn't do what Mahomes did in the divisional round with 13 seconds to go and Allen has to come back to win that game in the final drive the touchdown to Gabe Davis? So I, I probably trust Burrow a little bit more, but I also trust Josh Allen and I like the Bills as a complete football team more than I like the Cincinnati Bengals here, since he again the last couple wins like could have easily been losses easily against better opposition the bills are that opposition i think the bills go into cincinnati and get a win and i think they win by three points or more
1: we'll get to some other key games for the weekend in a minute but does it give you any pops any pops that the mighty zach taylor is 12 and 3 against the number this year and 20 and 3 against the spread the cincinnati bengals in their last twenty-three games, including the playoffs, which to me is astounding, remarkable. I mean, Zach Taylor should be the Vegas coach of the year.
2: Well, I mean, I, if his quarterback were not Joe Burrow, I don't. I, I mean, maybe like we should give the credit to Joe Burrow a little no, bit. Maybe but the coach I, gets the wins too. I mean, sure. Been like the defensive coordinator, who, by the way, is a fellow Paison from New He's York, Lou Marumo. So, absolutely yeah, love him. He, he should get some credit as well. But I mean, yeah, like they've been great against the spread. Does that matter for this game? This is that's the kind of like trend where, like, I think we'll get given out and like means nothing to me because it has nothing to do with the game that's going to be played on Monday night. Now, JLC, if the Bengals were like three and a half in the game. I would mm-hmm. bet Cincinnati, like it's a point spread conversation, right? Where the yeah. bills, I don't think should be favored by more than three, but I think the point spread does have to be three. It's less than three. Three is the number that games land on the most. You think about scoring in the NFL. It's not even a math conversation. It's just like anyone that watches football right. can know that ergo. I think Buffalo is the bet in the game.
1: Vikings Packers, another one with massive implications, certainly. For Green Bay, are you riding with Aaron Rodgers here? Are you buying this Packers revival?
2: Can I can I get you guys to do this with me? Can we do it in synchronization? Are you ready? Yeah. In three, two, one. Skull. 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 Yeah. Baldy's not give me, doing it. Baldi, I'm, it. I'm not I'm doing, doing it. it yet. I don't Maybe. trust that
3: defense, Nick, in Minnesota. Well,
2: well I'll say this, Baldy. I don't trust the Packers defense.
3: No, yeah, I don't either. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm with you on that all the way, Nick.
2: Now you, Nick Baldy, you came on, you better, you bet last week, and you said that you thought the Dolphins could score 40 on the Packers. Which, yeah. by the way, I think absolutely well, would have. They would have. Absolutely, yeah. I agree if, if, with you. If Tua exactly. wasn't
3: like bounced yes. off the turf, they would have scored 40.
2: That's exactly the point that I'm going to make. I 100% agree with you that Miami wins that game, maybe going away if Tua doesn't get concussed. He had five
3: completions, Nick, for 192 yards. They weren't halfway through the second quarter.
2: Agreed. Absolutely 1,000% agree. He's throwing these interceptions, and I'm watching the game being like, what the hell is this guy doing? Well, his his brain is scrambled, right? And I don't mean to make light of it, but he's not an – He's not in his right mind. So that's why he's throwing these terrible picks. So I think that the point spread of this game and the thought on this game is a little bit clouded by the fact that Miami would have scored 40 on the Packers if Tua doesn't get concussed. Now, I'm not saying the Vikings defense is the 2,000 Ravens or the 85 Bears. Of course, they're not. And that's why the total's going up in this game as a result. Why it's sitting almost at 50 now and that total's been bet up, guys, over the course of the week. I would only bet the over in the game. But if the point spread is going to be three and a half, which it currently is, Green Bay a three and a half point favorite, the only way that I Want to look here is is towards the Minnesota Vikings. Now, I'd love to know if Christian Watson's going to play in the game. Yeah, Hip right. injury didn't practice on Wednesday. Is like maybe he practices in a limited fashion on Thursday or Friday, which would put him on track to play on Sunday. But if he doesn't play. Like, Romeo Dobbs is okay, but you lose a lot of explosiveness, obviously, with Christian Watson. The number's going to be three and a half. It's an easy bet for me on the Minnesota Vikings plus the three and a half. I think the Vikings can win this game. And I don't think the Vikings are great. I do think they're fraudulent for what their record is. But, Mm -hmm. like, they're not a bad team. I'll take the Vikings here, guys.
0: i
3: don't disagree with that.
0: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you.
1: Baldy and I were also just talking about Steelers-Ravens. We both presented a pretty strong case for Mike Tomlin's guys who have way more motivation in this game than the Ravens do um, to take care of some business here and win what – I mean, if you've been riding the under and the Ravens, you're banking, baby. And these two teams, the under is 20 and 10 between them this year, and I'm not necessarily thinking either offense bounces back big time Nick in a rivalry game where the defenses are very familiar with what the other team's trying to do.
2: Believe it or not, I am i don't think I'm going to bet it, but I think I'd bet the over here. Like the weather's going to be like unseasonably warm, basically yeah. across the board this weekend. Not going to be a super cold game. And looking back at the game these two teams played uh, a couple weeks ago that the Ravens won 16-14, could have been a lot higher scoring, like red zone turnovers, like, like a lot of inefficiency in that game. I think this game might be a little higher scoring than the market would indicate. I don't necessarily want to put my money where my mouth is. That's just my thought on the total of the game. As far as betting it, so earlier in the week, guys, this sat at Baltimore is more than a three-point favorite. And as we do this right now, it looks like Tyler Huntley is going to play. Like the yep. betting market says Tyler Huntley is going to play. Lamar didn't practice on Wednesday. John yep. Harbaugh is kind of being tongue-in-cheek at the press conferences as to whether Lamar is going to play. My guess is it's going to be Tyler Huntley. And again, the betting market says it's going to be Huntley with the point spread now below three. Baltimore two and a two-and-a-half-point favorite. So if you liked Pittsburgh in the game, you the person listening to this. Like the time to bet the Steelers was a couple of days ago. Now with the number sitting below three, I would still only bet Pittsburgh it's a low total game so you can take two and a half in a low total game they could land one or two more often than not so I would still bet the Steelers plus the two and a half but my preferred bet now that the number is below three you could bet the money line as well JLC I I love I like Steelers
1: on the money line
2: sure I I also think Pittsburgh's going to win the game I think the best bet though involving the Steelers in this game If you tease the Steelers, right, a six point teaser and tease Pittsburgh now up to plus eight and a half, where if the Steelers lose by three or seven, you win your bet. And a game with a total of 35 with Tyler Huntley likely to start, even if the Steelers lose, are they getting blown out in the game? Are they losing by 10? Probably not. You probably win that leg. Right. And I would pair the Steelers with the Seattle Seahawks at home against the Jets, where even if the Jets are going to win with Mike White as the quarterback at Seattle, are they beating the Seahawks by eight points or more in the game? In a game that Seattle has to win in that environment there in the Pacific Northwest, I say no. So the Super Bowl 40 Memorial teaser, shout out to Daryl Jackson, Willie Parker, and the officials, the Steelers and the Seahawks, two team, six point teaser. And I agree with you, Jason. I do think the Steelers will win. And my guy, Kenny Pickett, looking like a young Eli Manning winning the game on Christmas Eve against the Las Vegas Raiders.
1: We've talked some good ball. Let's talk some bad ball. Let's get into some of these ugly ones. 49ers Raiders. This number has
3: gone crazy. Since Darren gonna be listed, be honest with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I mean, I can't it, imagine throwing Jared Stidham in against the 49ers defense. And I mean, Nick Boza right now is not sleeping. I mean, he's just thinking about sack records. And I mean, this one, this type of game where defensive players get their numbers, whether it's forced fumbles, interceptions, sacks. I mean, that's they're drooling right now, yeah. They're just absolutely drooling.
2: I uh here's my thought. I think Josh McDaniel should be in prison. For what he's done to the Raiders this year, like this, yeah. they're they're gonna finish six and eleven. They should be eleven and six by the end of the season. He's done. He's uh he's done the. He might be the worst coach. He might be worse than Nathaniel Hackett. And also destroying fantasy teams with Devontae Adams like me in the fantasy football Super Bowl this week. I know people don't care about, but I do. It's, it screws me and screws a lot of people. Um, the has been bet out to ten. Baldy. So like for sports betters, I. I don't know what I want to do here. Wow. Like, the time to bet San Francisco was a couple days ago. To yeah. be 10 on the road, Like think about this. Dallas is 12 and a half on the road on Thursday night against Tennessee right. in, in, in a fake game where Tennessee is like punting the game because it doesn't matter and it's not going to play a lot of their guys. Right. And so and San Francisco's 10 on the road in Vegas. So like it's a big deal for a team to be this big of a road favorite in the National Football League. Like I, I guess I would only bet San Francisco in the game, but it's not a real football game. Like what happens if San Francisco gets up big like what why would Kyle Shanahan like leave the starters in like he might pull he might pull everybody so I I guess I would only bet San Francisco but uh the time to bet San Francisco was a couple days ago like that time has since evaporated with the point spread now being a 10.
1: A game that I think will be fun and entertaining and these teams often play games that the, the 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 script and the flow goes crazy Lions Bears they put up 61 Out in the elements, right, earlier this year, Fields ran wild. Now he's on a fast track. They're in that dome where Jared Goff, number two-ranked quarterback in the league at home. He's top three in passer yards at home. He's number one in touchdowns thrown at home. He's number one in TD to interception ratio at home. I think this one goes over, Nick. I I think this is a game that could be scored. in the. Each team could get the 30. I don't buy either defense. Um, I, I'm I'm pretty strong on the over here. How do you see this game?
2: Yeah, total of 52. Betting market agrees with you, JLC. This is going to be a high-scoring game. If I had to bet it, I would only bet the over. Um, I have a pre- preferred play, though, and it would be to take the six with the Chicago Bears now that the number is going to be at six. Um, just something to consider here. I don't know how it's going to play out and manifest itself. The, the Bears are very much like neck and neck here in the race for the number one overall pick in the draft. We'll, we'll see what the Texans do on Sunday against the Jacksonville Jaguars. And game that doesn't necessarily matter to the Jaguars with week 18 being a win and in for the division against the Tennessee Titans. Matt Eberflus is saying the right things. Like we're going to play fields the final two games. We're trying to win. I wonder if like the carrots in front of them for the number one overall pick, and then they can either like take Will Anderson or defensive player of choice yeah. or trade like to a team that wants to get their quarterback if the motivation's going to be changed so I don't know what's going to happen like are they really going to go all out to try to win this game I'm going to assume that what he's saying is true and that they're trying to win and they're playing to win Fields is going to play the whole game and and Baldy I'm sure like knows Ebra flues and like or knows the people there and can kind of probably speak better to that than I can um, for me now that the number's at six which again, think about the extra point being moved back. Like six becomes more of a key number Mm -hmm. now with more extra points being missed. It's only Chicago here. Where even if Detroit goes up big, and we saw this, right? The Bears went up big against the Lions. The Lions came back in that game to win by one. 31 30 like why can't Justin Fields a singular talent like bring the Bears back in this game also the Lions are still allowing rushing yards to Chuba Hubbard Blackshear Deontay Foreman and the Panthers like why can't David Montgomery Khalil Herbert and Justin Fields run for 250 yards in this game against a bad Lions run defense Bears plus six is my play in this game anything
1: Hopefully. else uh leap out at you Nick about this week's card uh before we wrap this up
2: sure uh Baldy said this on You Better You Bet on Wednesday. I could not agree more. We talked about this on Tuesday when we came back from, from a little bit of a Christmas layoff. Um, the fact that JC Horn is out for the Panthers with that wrist injury and like they literally signed Josh Norman like literally from a coffee shop like to play yeah. in this game is really problematic. Where I would guess that Tampa... I don't know why they would run the ball a lot in this game. I think they have a significant advantage throwing the ball. It's it's what they want to do here. I think Brady will have success throwing the ball, and the Panthers' bread and butter is the run game, and like not as easy to do against Tampa's defensive front as it is against mm-hmm. other teams. So I think the on-field handicap really like leads to a to a Tampa win and a cover here, and Tampa clinching the NFC South before they get obliterated by the Cowboys, probably in the uh, in the wild card rounds, and then the Patriots and the Dolphins. So New England's been bet out to a three-point favorite. People that listen to you better, you bet. We laid two and a half with New England before Tua was ruled out because we just felt there's no way you can play this guy. I don't think he plays the rest of the year. I don't know how you can play him if you're Miami. No, we already, the-
3: we, we, we've discussed this, Nick. Like, yeah, he's got to just forget yeah. about it. Yeah.
2: Um, From what we've seen from Teddy Bridgewater, and people will bring, oh, well, Bridgewater's this great against a spread quarterback. Like, also, like, I, I don't like – personally his fit in this offense I don't think he can execute the offense the way Tua can it's not even that like I love the Patriots I just like don't like Teddy Bridgewater and I think the Dolphins are on the way down New England would be the only side I would look at in that game against the Dolphins and uh this is just my thought and I'll just throw this out not really a betting take Stephen Ross is 82 years old Sean Payton's out there Tom Brady's Mm -hmm. gonna be out there the Dolphins might lose out six to close the year finish eight and nine I wouldn't be shocked if he fired Mike McDaniel hired Sean Payton and tried to recruit Tom Brady I'm just throwing that out there. That's just my opinion. Not saying it's gonna happen.
1: Wouldn't shock me. He's he's gone there before. If you're gonna give up all those picks, right, and give up all that money for tampering not to get them, you might as well just go out and get them. Right? <laughs> just my you thought. paid the price and you didn't even get it. No, It's yeah, you, you know, just, went, it's just
3: a one-year package deal. Well, you One gotta throw some deal. draft
1: picks, right? At Mickey Loomis Baldy. you gotta give you gotta you gotta figure out the trade compensation for Sean Payne. Yeah, he's not an unrestricted free agent. But Tom Brady is so, yeah. I'm with uh, you. I, I don't. I think, I,
3: I think those things you. will swirl out there for quite a while. Oh, absolutely, absolutely.
1: Right. Well, Nick, we thank you for joining us. As always, you can listen to Nick on the You Better You Bet uh shows uh, throughout the Odyssey Network, BetQL, the whole nine yards. Um Copper wants us to wrap this up. All right, I wrap told it up. You you'd get your <laughs> copper fix. Nick.
2: I hate that though. I'm
1: sorry. <laughs> he knows. <laughs>
2: Like he does
1: yeah <laughs> he's, 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 right. yeah he wants his Gary Sanchez uh we thank you guys for listening for Jason Logan Brian baldinger this has been the in the huddle podcast we'll be back next Tuesday.